However, it's like an icicle. You know, you say, I think you're one of the nicest fellows I've ever met. Really do. I really think you're very nice. So, and then they say, they say silly little things. When you know you're in trouble with a cockney gangster, he say, he'll say something like, well, well, who's been naughty then? <laughs> now, that question means you're probably going to get kneecapped to the floor. <laughs> but it, it's one of those things of just flattening the voice out. The voice just flattens right out, no matter what you say. It just flattens, flattens. Now, when you say you're in a position of power and authority, you don't move a lot. No. That means you don't blink a lot, too. No. Oh, that's a, that's a trick for actors on film uh, uh, that I, I, I used and it was told. I, I think the first place I heard it was Marlena Dietrich who said it first. Um, is that you don't blink. If you blink on camera, it, it, uh, it signifies weakness. Um, it's very difficult to do this trick on radio <laughs> about blinking. But, it, but if, if, you, if you look in the mirror yourself, look in the mirror yourself and just stare and start saying things to yourself, you'll see how powerful it is. And if you just blink once in the middle of it, you'll see how it all dissipates. It just dissipates the whole thing. And, of course, if you're on a movie screen, you have to remember when you blink, each eyelid is somewhere between two to seven feet wide if you're in a close-up. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, how do you learn to not blink? It's hard to not blink. Your eyes start to hurt. You can do it for a little bit, but after a while, you, it's a real strain. You just walk around. I walked around all my life. When I was a young lad, I, I, I wrote this in, about this in a book. When I was a young lad, I, I found a, a book in the, in the li public library, How to Teach Yourself Film Acting. And the first thing it said in it is, you must not blink. And so I walked around. <laughs> <laughs> I walked around this sort of working-class district of, in, of of London, which was used to some very rough people, you know, without blinking. And I, I looked like a sort of early serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure I frightened the life out of people because I used to have long conversations with people and never blink. <laughs> and I, I would watch people getting hypnotised. <laughs> and they would walk away from a quite simple conversation with me, quite flummoxed as to what actually what went on. Well, here's what I'm wondering, you know, since you learned, obviously, by making movies, how did you pick up everything that you know now about how to look into a camera or how, like, where to look when the camera's looking at you? Did you pick that up over years after watching yourself and watching yourself? No, I, I never watch myself. I, 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 I never see rushes, and I only see the finished film once. Uh, just to see how it turned out and who goofed, including me. <laughs> and, um, no, it's... Film is listening, reaction, and behavior. That's what film acting is. shouldn't be called film acting at all because it's not acting. It's something entirely... Acting is what you do on stage, as far as I'm concerned. And people behave... They. The only time real people act is if they're showing off or trying to make an impression, like a guy with a girl or something. Then they act, and then they're artificial, and we can all see they're artificial because they're acting. But normally what you do is you listen, and you react, and then you behave, and, that, and that's all it is. You'll see actors, like, for instance, making gestures on the phone with no one there. You don't, you don't make gestures on the phone with no one there. You think you do, but you don't. 
and 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 so you you get sort of strange things happening like that when you see actors acting. Mm -hmm. Now, um, but what about where to look when the camera's looking at you? Uh, I mean, you really learned how to work yes. in front of a camera, and if you didn't spend a lot of time watching yourself, how did you learn that? No, well, I I learned by watching the, where the camera was. I mean, for instance, you you always uh, if if you're going to the thing is, if you're going to play a part, you're playing a part with another actor, and you look in their eyes. And what you do, if if you're acting, you suddenly go, well, how do I look into this person's eyes? Now, during your lifetime, you've looked into hundreds of people's eyes every time you speak to someone, but you can't remember how you did it. And what you do is you look in, you only look into one eye, because if you look into two eyes, you go cross-eyed. And the one eye you look into is the one that is nearest the camera, because that throws the one eye that you're not looking in, not using straight into the lens. Huh. That's how you do that. And how'd you learn that? I figured it out. I figured it out. How to how to do it? I figured it out myself actually. Uh, I figured out a lot of stuff myself because you you get a feeling in movies when you when you play someone. Uh, um, the actor should disappear and people should only see the person. I mean, it's a self-defeating thing in a funny way because half the time people see me and they say, well, he's only playing himself. It's because I've made the actor disappear. And that's where you come down to this thing where you've got behavior and where you've got the, the camera. You can come down to the absolute minimum thing to do for the camera to pick up. And that's what's fascinating about film acting because camera always finds it. You, you were born actually not only working class, it was really a pretty poor family. You were born in the charity ward of the hospital. Uh, your father was a Ford porter at the fish market, your mother a cleaning woman. Uh, you, you, were, you spent several years in an apartment that had no electricity. Um, yeah, well, I, never, I never lived in a house that had electricity until I was 12 years old, mm -hmm. which was in uh, 1948. So what did your friends think of your ambition to act? Oh, they thought it was complete and utter, completely ridiculous, uh, utterly derisory. Uh, I mean, that no one. I mean, I mean, I was just treated with absolute contempt by everybody, or ridicule. Now why? Why ridicule? I mean, because, well, for a start, people of my class and and in that society never went into show business. No one knew anybody who was in show business or anything, uh, uh, and also, like my family. Uh, the male members of my family would 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 regard any male going into show business or acting as being homosexual anyway, uh, or a possible homosexual. There was a tremendous uh, gay inference. I mean, we didn't use the word gay in those days, um, but um, if, if you said, when I said to my father, I was going to be an actor, it was the equivalent of telling him I was homosexual as far as he was concerned. So did you feel that you had to do things to prove your manhood while studying acting? No, I was already doing those, but my father didn't know about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I think I get what you're yeah, saying. Yes. Uh, um, but I, I really had to prove to him. I, I married very young, uh, which I sometimes think was, was an effort uh, to prove to him that, that, that uh, I, I wasn't gay. And I had a, I had a child when I was... Uh, uh, when I was 22, I had a daughter when when I was 22, and and of course with his simple-minded way of looking at it, 
he was again wrong because the fact that I was married and had a, had a, had a baby meant to him that I was definitely not a homosexual. And so he was wrong in both cases, you know, because <laughs> there are a lot of people who are married with children who are homosexuals. But he had a very simplistic view of the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he was a very, very tough man. I mean, and it's very hard to put across to anybody, to get across to anybody just how tough he was. Uh, um, back again to the gay analogy, um, he actually thought that, uh, that any man who ate chicken was gay. Chicken? Yes. <laughs> Why? Because, because this is a red meat thing, you know, real men ate red meat and all this stuff. And, uh, and, and he, th he thought that was sissy food, chicken. Did he ever come see you in a, in a performance or no. see your movies? No. No, he died, he died when I, I, I was uh, completely out of work, completely broke. Uh, he died of cancer um, when he was uh, 56 years old. Uh, so he never... He, his, one of my great regrets in my life is that his last, his last memories of me was, was a complete and utter disaster and failure. But at least he knew I wasn't gay because I had a wife and a child. <laughs> right.